Welcome to the Marketing Foundations podcast, hosted by Dr. Sandy Luck, professor of marketing at the University of North Dakota, entrepreneur, owner of Bully Brew Coffee, and proud bulldog mama. I'm your co-host, Brad Schmidt, and we're both very glad you're joining us as Dr. Luck endeavors to expand your understanding of the basic concepts, ideas, and application of marketing in an ever-changing marketplace. So be ready to listen fast, because as always, there's a lot to talk about in today's episode. Good morning. I'm Brad Schmidt, and of course, as I say good morning, you can anytime. time. My, okay. uh, my co-host is uh, Sandy Luck, Dr. Sandy Luck, marketing and a professor at the University of North Dakota, and we're, uh, we're talking about marketing plans today, also marketing campaigns, but marketing plans is a little bit more accurate way to describe it, correct? Exactly, yes. So we're talking about marketing plans, which it is really a comprehensive strategy is what it is. So right. when you t- say campaign, that may be more specific. So oh. we just had Small Business Saturday. You might have a campaign for Small Business Saturday that you do, you use different kinds of promotions. So maybe uh, on the radio about Small Business Saturday, you oh. send out social media ads or organic, you create about it. But a marketing plan is what every business should do. You hear you know, yeah. the word business plan, right? Everybody should have a business plan and people say, no, I never started one, never did one. I'm going to tell you. That's just to, yeah. that I picked up on. Really, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I get that writing the business plan is a pain and some bankers want specific things in their business plan. Yeah. But if you think about it this way, the business plan or the marketing plan, because the marketing plan is inside a business plan. Right. That is really leading you down the road of what it's going to look like. And, you know, we we do plan out our lives. We maybe don't write it down. We don't write the mission of our life. We don't write all of our goals, all of those things. Right. But we do have a plan. That's that's why we buy retirement. You know, we buy stock for our retirement funds. Yeah. We think about what we're going to do when we turn 62 or 65. I mean, Yeah, I literally just did this yeah, the other yeah. day. I, I transferred some money from a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA because income was down a little bit this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. year and and that was the right time to do it tax wise and all of that so. exactly so you think about it we do this in real life why wouldn't we do this with our our business is what we hope that brings us to our retirement yeah. right so that's that's something that I really would encourage small businesses and people who work for businesses that don't have a business plan create one because it will yeah. give you some kind of a roadmap the marketing plan is a roadmap it's a strategy how now is this, what's this going to look like this is a little bit of what we talked about a couple episodes ago with when i mentioned dave ramsey and, and going mm-hmm. down to nashville they talked about building a brand and that's part of that marketing strategy how do you want the world to perceive your exactly. part of the marketing plan am i right yep, there it okay. is and it's right at the beginning when at the marketing plan where you talk a little bit about your company. And when you're in a, a classroom, marketing plan or a marketing strategy, sometimes it's several pages. Sometimes it's too many pages. <laughs> you don't want that. Like nobody wants, you just write what is necessary to understand. It doesn't have to highly detailed. No, thing. and it doesn't have to five pages. I'm, I That's the issue with academia. We really, I think, push the number of pages. Mm. Students probably that are listening my words whenever somebody asks how many pages i i always say i hate that question because it's not how many pages i i don't need to have 65 pages as long as it has the right information yeah i don't have to have 65 pages in a book to say this is a valid book no i need enough details so that i understand exactly what you're talking about so when you're going to give me information a history of the business you're going to talk about the owner of the business you're going to talk about the location you're going to talk about when it started 
a product that they sell. You're going to talk branding. What does right. it look like? What does it feel like for people? So it might be you know three, four paragraphs that talk about it. And then after you get into that, you do always have, you should have a mission. Oh, we talked a lot about mission statements and they can be short and sweet. In fact, they're better to be short. And so then that, you know, reveals what your company's all about. And that, that mission statement is should be short and they should be sweet as we, as you just mentioned. But one of the things that, that we've talked about in the past, one of the things that I, and I mentioned this 1819 coffee company that I, you do coffee as well. And so it kind of resonates with both you and I. But the uh, 1819 Coffee, their mission statement is interesting because it really doesn't have anything to do with coffee. No. It's, it's, but it's, it's who about, they are. Yeah, it's, but it's about who they are. And the coffee part of it funds mm-hmm. how they accomplish their mission, which is re- reducing depression and, and things like that. And so, yeah, the mission statement uh, is, to me, not a marketing person, but for a business – why and I and I stole this from Simon Sinek in the Start with Why book mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, I want to know why you do what you do because I don't care what you do. I can buy coffee anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can order from anybody. I can buy a tea company. I want to know why you do what you do because I want to know if I want to associate why with your why and also why you do better than your competitors. So right, you know, sometimes that's added in your mission statement. For the other half, the other half coffee and tap house, what we statement is we decided on four words. We wanted to be as specific as possible. And we chose community, friends, coffee, beer. Mm. So simple. Yep. <laughs> but it is But exactly those four that. words why I like being there. Exactly. Because I'm a I'm a I'm an outgoing kind of a, a community oriented person. So mm-hmm. I want to be there. I love hanging out with my friends. Yes. And I like coffee. I'm not as much of a beer guy, but I'll go in the morning when yep. you're serving coffee. So for us that meant so much because we thought be, that that particular business is a partnership with um, the owners of Half Brothers Brewing, and so Bully Brew between both of us, yeah. we do a lot of communities, and yep. so I, we both we love Grand Forks, we love our community, and we want to, you know, make sure that we're supportive. So then after the mission statement, then you get into and we've a lot about this target market, persona, all of the people who you really focus on. So, you know, who are who's your audience that right. that you're focusing on. And then after that, then we go into, it doesn't have way, but I think it makes it simple, the four Ps. Oh, yeah. Product, price, place, and promotion. So what is your product or service? And describe it a little bit. How is the distribution created from, you know, the inception of the product, um, the price, what's the cost, all the way to the, the consumer, and what's your profit margins? And promotion piece, which is yeah. what we've really focused on right. a lot in this podcast. And it's my favorite because yeah. it's all about the advertising, marketing, creating and developing, you know, the knowledge of your product or service. One of the things I think with, with, a, with a promotional plan or a, a marketing plan, I think of, I keep thinking of a progressive insurance with flow. Okay. And yeah. like that whole thing, like that whole, that's been a marketing plan for years. Yeah. I don't know. Flo's been around for what, five, six, seven years now? I think and probably d- even more than that, right? Yeah. And she's been doing the the kind of the the marketing advertising part, yeah. she's but, the- it, but it's part of the, the plan because she always talks about price. Mm-hmm. She always talks about .com, where you can find it, and talks about, you know, the, like all of these things, the four P's, the product, the price, the place, and, and all of that. So that to me is what is kind of the definition of what a 
good marketing plan looks like because it covers everything. They and it has that. become synonymous with progressive insurance. They created that strategy. And think about she that. She started way back with the yeah. caveman, if I remember correctly. Oh, well, she sells insurance. Yep. Like, what topic? And people always yep. say, oh, you can't, you know, do anything funny with insurance. Flo has yep. created the yep. funny, the the reason why some of us will watch that commercial, those commercials and laugh. And then I'm thinking, she's selling, laughing at this lady who is selling a product really believed we could ever And her name's emotion. not really even Flo. Yeah. Like, she is literally, it's yeah. not like, oh, this is a real person. It's yeah. literally a character. And interestingly enough... Like it has become so much a part of like there's there's like online communities like mm-hmm. that flow as a sex symbol. Yeah. You know, the, it's crazy. <laughs> okay, like the weird, weird it is. It's weird. <laughs> it's but they it, that happens, I think, with any celebrity. But that's the like it is Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. And yeah. So anyway. I saw a lot of Jake's during Halloween one year and I think it's really funny, but it it's But people Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. so they've done a good job. The very last part of a marketing plan or marketing strategy assessment. Okay. And how you Really how you measure the success or how you would plan to measure the success and how you keep those people. We've talked a lot throughout this podcast and keeping your customers and that they're going to continue to come back because quite honestly, that lifetime value of a customer is so much more valuable than trying to find new customers. I mean, sometimes when I have entry level marketers, they'll come in and they'll say, I'm just going to try and get this new target audience that we don't already have. Mm. And quite honestly, a lot of times that's much more expensive, much more time than it is to figure out how do you keep those customers who are coming in, how do you keep them keep them loyal? Because they're the ones who are going to find you new customers. Exactly. They're going to talk about it. They're going to brag about it. They're going to do your work for you. How do you keep them? And I talked about this so much because we've talked about customer service. We've talked about how to, you know, treat those people well. As human beings, we just want to be treated well yeah. when we go into a store. We want smiles when we want want to feel comfortable when we ask for a return. I have become a ambassador for, and I know we talk about this a lot, it's you, but I have been an ambassador for Bully Brew Coffee. I know, you should be paid. Because I I won't go anywhere else. Like, I almost feel like I'm cheating on, on... on regular barista at yeah. Columbia if I go anywhere else like I don't <laughs> I I won't go anywhere else I and 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 it's because I, I'm sure it's a personal connection and I think that's an important part of the marketing plan and that personal connection doesn't have to be oh you know the owner right. that personal connection to like I have progressive insurance because mm-hmm. I have social connection to flow not because mm-hmm. I'm in love with flow or anything like good, that good but like <laughs> but that like that like I have developed a personal connection and then when I had a tree branch fall out of the tree and break the back window car and I went on the progressive app that flow brags about is so yeah. great and I punched in the thing and I literally within five minutes get a call from the body shop that I prefer and they said, when do you want to bring your car in? I said, how's next Tuesday? They said, that's fine. Easy. And I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to fill out any paperwork. I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. They just, I dropped it off. I picked it up on Tuesday night and that was it. All the broken glass was cleaned, everything, yeah. you know, and it was because Progressive made it that simple and that personal connection went, hey, that was a really easy thing for me when this thing happened and my wife couldn't take her car to work because the tree branch is sticking out of the back window you know like that whole made it go okay i'm gonna stick with this company because they've done Mm -hmm. well by me and my rates didn't go up and i didn't you know Mm -hmm. any of that kind of stuff and i think 
you know, if you think about how much loyalty for different locations, different stores, I, I, I don't know. I mean, even you know, not just even local stores or local places, because that's a that right there is an opportunity when you are a local business to really keep people coming to you, right? right. But when you think about even big box stores like Target and Walmart, people are generally either a Walmart shopper or they're a Target yeah. shopper. And you might go to both once in a while, but you're probably more prone to go to one yeah. or the other. And there's reasons. And there's one of those stores, and I won't say which, but there's one of them my wife will not go to. Yeah. Like, yeah. she just won't. And I think that's lots of people. They choose yeah. whether it's because of the store's beliefs or because of what how they employ people you know there's yeah. all these different reasons but that's the same with ants. yeah you know that that leads you from kind of who you are and your brand and what's expected of you so um i, I think that just writing the marketing plan and even if it inform and you don't feel like you're a girl, like create it so then you have some kind of a plan or draw yeah. you know, draw pictures yep. of it that's awesome because yeah. then you have a visual of it so yeah. That's why I have to tell you, there's a couple of people that have been listening to the podcast and they, I'm so humbled by their comments because they love oh, it. Right. And so you should know awesome. we're, we're having some fun with this. And yeah, it has been a lot of fun. These people are, these people are, yeah. and one of them had sent me a message and said something to me and I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool that either people are agreeing or I'm saying the right stuff. Right. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. And I think that the, 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 is again the personal connection. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's it. I have a, a a decent charisma between the two of us, and and I think there's a. Here's the other thing, and I've talked to. So one of my one of my good friends is an audiologist, and he owns a, an audiology practice, uh, and and bit with me on my radio show as part of his marketing plan. He does a uh, like a 15 minute segment once a week on my radio show, mm-hmm. and it's always funny because I I think well it's it's audiology. It's, it's hearing aids. Nobody cares about hearing aids. Yeah. But he is so passionate about his business and he's so passionate about the work that he does in helping people find solutions to hearing issues. You can't help but get kind of sucked in mm-hmm. because he genuinely, like he gets excited about it. Like, and you can hear his voice get a little bit higher when he starts to explain the, you know, the problems with tinnitus or whatever that are going on. And he genuinely about it and it it becomes a personal thing for the listener and I get phone calls on that then you can even imagine in a in a 15 cool. minute radio segment so I think that's part of it and so I I say a lot of that comes from your passion for the the subject matter I, yeah. I mean I love one of my favorite things is one of my favorite things is marketing and I think it puts it all together and I'm just I'm 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 pretty lucky with yeah. what happens. Well, it's so. been a lot of fun. Yeah. I know that. And we've got another episode. So we're, we're this one's going to be a little bit shorter because we're just wrapped. This is there's not a, a ton of heavy no. information here. But so marketing plans, the idea, I guess, to, to kind of wrap up this particular episode, marketing plans are a must. It's not yeah. something that you can just kind of stumble your way through. You You can for a while. Mm-hmm. But if you want to grow your business, if you want to expand your your reach in the marketplace, expand mm-hmm. your market, all of those cool accounting and technical terms, you're going to have to at some point have a, an intentional plan. Uh, marketing plan and Absolutely. do it on purpose. Because it's like we've talked about with money and, and mm-hmm. we talked about with Dave Ramsey. He always says, one of the things that he always says about budgeting, he said, if you don't tell your money where to go, you'll wonder where it went. Mm-hmm. And the same is true of, of marketing. If you don't tell your marketing dollars how to work, you'll wonder why they 
didn't yeah. do the work. Or you, you won't wanted use them because you'll a while. Which ah. I probably was one of them business owners that said, "Ugh, I'm not marketing. I can do it myself, or I can figure it out." Which oh, right. I do a lot of marketing myself, right. but I think I have expertise. But yesterday, my managers and I, she's in advertising. That's passion when she went to school and now she's managing one of the shops and so her and I kind of work together on doing this team effort of creating campaigns or ideas and we create ideas for December just within five ten minutes wrote it all down had the little plan you know put out the details but it's just it's fun and it's exciting and it something new so I think yeah this it's all about the passion but that doesn't always have to just come from the owner right you know Jordan herself just has so much passion for creating whether it's ethic, keeping people happy, customers happy. And I think she's a representative of employees. You know, employees want to do that as well. Right. There's always a benefit for employees when there's an increase in, in trends. That means people walking in the door or service more or listening to you more. There's always a benefit. So as an employee, think about that and create that passion for yourself. And I think that this becomes easy. Alrighty. Well, I think that does it for marketing plans. I guess we will uh, move in. The episode is going to be a recap. We've actually yeah. going to have some students joining us, right? Yeah, we awesome. do. It's going to be them here. I'm looking forward to it. We will see you in the next episode. Okay. Yeah.